0: Hey guys, I'm Elena Kotauri and this is Voices of Lilith. Have you ever wondered how female musicians experience the world? I myself am a vocalist, a voice coach and a guitarist. Our metal community has grown to be a diverse and highly artistic world. So in this podcast series, we give a voice to the female musicians which create and shape our music. We dive deep into their unique experiences so you can find a way to connect to their visions and be empowered in your actions now. Let's find new ideas, raise awareness and stick together. Are you as excited as I am? Let's hop in. Hey guys! Welcome to another awesome episode. Today we have a smashing and brutal vocalist here. Asa is from Denmark and her band Morphite is playing progressive and alternative metal. They just released their new single and music video Panopticon. It's so good to have you here today Asa. Welcome to Voices of Lilith.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. (laughs) Great.
0: So how are you guys doing during this COVID pandemic? And how is the music scene in Denmark generally surviving these days?
1: Well, I think as for the... All word now, it's a bit complicated. Honestly, we don't have any shows. Bands are, have been trying to do something so far, but they had everything rescheduled, postponed. So I would say that there is no metal scene right now if we talk about uh, performances and live shows. But uh, people are trying to produce new music, and I think this is what we're seeing now in two thousand and twenty-one. We see, you know, these beautiful consequences of everybody being stuck at home for two thousand and twenty and releasing lots of incredible music so i think everybody is just stuck in their studios so do we and try to release a new music
0: right right so, but that's the beauty of today's technical standards right you are able to record from home and produce and so on you don't have to go outside to a big studio anymore and rent it you know that's so, yeah.
1: true that's true
0: <laughs> cool and could you briefly describe the ideology of your band and what the main message of your recent release panopticon is
1: uh sure Uh, Basically, our band was created by me and my very good uh, friend from school who happened to be my husband. (laughs) So we (laughs) just always (laughs) wanted to do some music and we had a very good connection and we kind of felt that we want to create music which, you know, is important for us and which we personally would like to listen to and we kind of felt the necessity to create it as a, I don't know, some kind of breathing so, you know, it has these waves, ups and down, ups and down, and the same goes also for lyrics. Often we have a song that, you know, have some ha- happy starting and then some kind of crushing emotional breakdown or something, and then again, everything's so happy, and then again. So something like that you can see in our uh, recent single Panopticon, it's uh, about toxic relationships, and we have melodic parts, and then we kind of have a heavy parts, and melodic parts have this message of you know beautiful feeling of nostalgia of those like cool moments you had with person and you know it was so nice and then you have this uh, hard heavy parts when you realize that you have to break out from all of this crap and it's not doing good for you so basically this is uh, what we're trying to do with the rest of our songs and dip- like different topics but mostly oriented on personality and a person and you know struggles we as humans go through like social aspects So, yeah, it's basically something that I felt myself and I just want to communicate these ideas, which I feel are kind of (laughs) important.
0: All right. and Could you tell us a little more about your journey as a vocalist? How did you evolve to the musician that you are today?
1: It was a very long journey. (laughs) I mean, some people just tell me like, oh, you're just so talented and I'm like, yeah, the, of course it's just a just talent, but of course no. I mean, I started singing when I was nine and it was classical vocals with a uh, almost opera coach, you know. And uh, then I kind of shifted to more heavy style. I just uh, had my first band in Latvia when we've been living there and we played some new metal and I realized that, oh my gosh, I, I thought I can sing, but I can't sing, you know, this style at all. I, I sound horrible. And I had this necessity to evolve somehow. And then I tried to find myself, uh, you know, my sound and, you know, learn how to scream and sound aggressive. And uh, I was blowing up my voice, like, a lot. And I, at some point I thought, like, I can't do this anymore. That's not going to happen. That's horrible. So I started to search for vocal coaches and I had uh, lots Lots of them and they've been very very expensive, (laughs) so my journey as a vocalist was very long and very expensive but it was uh, the healthy way and uh, you know I'm not, I don't think I'm that talented, I think I'm more like hardworking. so I think I kind of learned it you know the hard but the right way so I don't blow up my voice anymore (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it takes years to evolve the technique, right? And yeah, as you just said, different vocal coaches experience from other people. Because when I started, I had huge dif- uh, difficulties as well. I hurt myself through screaming and everything. So I really had to go through this whole process and years. And now my technique is fine, but yeah, same here. So it's really important to have a coach, right?
1: Yes, and it's also, you know, I had many coaches talking about accepting your like true voice because you, s- you listen to somebody, you're like... Oh, Oh, I really want to sound like that, but, but like you can imitate the technique, but it's your voice, you know You will have something different and I also had this, you know part where you just have to accept your voice and like feel fine with it It's it's you, it's it's you will, you will sound like you and that's the cool part about it
0: Right, so. <laughs> right And you will also start listening to your own recordings and your own voice everywhere and it's gonna be difficult in the start But you will get used to it, right?
1: <laughs> Definitely, I think everybody has this, you know breakdown when they listen to their recordings for the very yeah. first time They're like, oh my god
0: yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> especially the first recordings when you don't get the technique right and you're like oh, oh yeah no.
1: <laughs> i think when you don't have this right technique and then you record yourself it's actually that moment when you actually hear all those nuances which you never knew you even had and then you listen to it like oh my gosh like this and this is breaking and this is horrible and this and I, I thought i could hit that note and you're like "Oh my
0: god <laughs> oh my god it's so flat <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it really me? I mean, yeah. is it a
1: microphone? May- maybe we should, you know, change something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not me. It can't be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Um Cool. Uh, what would be your most important tips to aspiring vocalists who are not yet familiar with producing extreme sounds?
1: I think, you know, my main tip would be just keep trying. Keep trying as much as you can. Uh, I mean, not in one day, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you, you need to learn how to do breaks when, you, when you're when you exhausted and your voice is exhausted. But, I mean, it's it's a... It's not like uh, you just unexpectedly understand it and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm a singer, you know. No, it's a journey, it's a journey, it's a very long journey and you have to just take it to one by one, step by step, every day you do a little bit of it and eventually I think it happens. I mean, with, I had this moment when I kind of started learning to scream. I got this basic fry sound, but I couldn't make it to fry scream. And then I just one day I realized I have a fry scream. So I'm like, what did I do? I was just practicing every day, but I can't say like what exactly did I change. So guys, practice, keep practicing, it's gonna happen, you're gonna learn everything, it's just, you know, it's patience.
0: (laughs) For sure, and also the mind-body connection, right? Like, as you just said, it takes years or it takes a long time sometimes to just have this connection to your body and be aware of the different sensations. And yeah, it just happens. Almost by itself, it's like magic.
1: (laughs) And I also, I mean, if you have money and you're, you know, unsure about something, try to find a good coach. Not just the guy that was recommended by, you know, your your mom's friend. And you're like, oh, this girl, she actually sings. No, you need to find, in my opinion, first, you need to find a coach who sounds like you would like to sound. So he can exactly say, yeah, you know, you're doing this one. and, And I'm doing this one. So you could try doing this. So, but I know it can be expensive. So if you don't have money, then just... Keep listening to yourself, to your voice. If you feel you're exhausted, stop. If you feel like you need advice. There are plenty of actually coaches on YouTube. And they respond. I tried that. And they respond. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's a awesome. pro tip for people who don't have money, like 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 musicians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I usually just I use the technologies as much as I can, and I just reach out to my favorite vocalists. I mean, like professional vocalists. That ha- what happened with Dan Tompkins? I had a vocal like he had a couple of given me a couple of lessons when he was doing that. So I just kind of jumped in the train. Yeah, so. Don't be shy, just reach out to
0: people. <laughs> exactly. And usually, I mean most of the people are really nice so they reply as you just said. I mean, there are some people who are not, but most of them are.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's surprising how sweet some professional musicians are. Like, you look at them like stars, but they're just so humble and nice people. You're just going to be shocked.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Awesome advice. And Let's talk about the female experience in metal. What is your take on this? Have you had any particular positive or negative experiences as a woman in the music scene?
1: I think so far I have only positive experiences. I'm very lucky. I mean, I think people treat me very well, (laughs) not depending on, you know, my sex or whatever. I mean, I had some people, obviously it's a matter of subjective taste, who are like yeah, I think that women should be, you know, like gentle butterflies and they should sing like only only clean, beautiful oh, yes. voice. For and sure. Yeah, I think this, this can happen and it's okay because everybody has his preferences, you know, has his taste. But I think so far I had many people who have been really encouraging me to do what I do and they have been telling like, yeah, I'm so glad to see like more people on the music stage and like, yeah, you girls rock. So I think there was a couple of years ago, there was this, I don't know, explosion of a really cool, extreme female vocalist who just shown that like, yeah, we can do that and, pe- and, and the world was like, yeah, yeah, welcome,
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just go. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because I think this evolved to the stage right before, like back then when there was only Angela Gossow of Arc Enemy, it was yeah. a different uh, different time for females as well.
1: So yeah. I think we really have to appreciate those women who just went and did this, you know, dirty job for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think they were struggling. I, I really think they were struggling,
0: but now it's, I think it's
1: so much better. So thank you to all those women who did, who did this for us.
0: <laughs> exactly. Somebody has to take the first step, but that's awesome. <laughs> right. Awesome to hear. And um, are there any other important lessons that you learned as a musician that you, you would like to share with us?
1: I mean, I learned that for me personally, there is no such thing as inspiration. I think that many people see musicians like a very talented, inspired persons who just you know just take their time, and they're like, oh, I have this blessing from whatever, <laughs> and I just write a perfect song, and then I just you know the song goes viral on radio, and then you just drink, I don't know, uh, and just enjoy your life, and. Unfortunately, maybe the times have changed, so, you know, you have to work, you have to work hard. As every profession, you can't rely on such thing as, you know, like uh, some kind of one-way inspiration. You have to search for your inspiration. And for me, what works the best is just when I start working, I'm like, I don't feel like I can do anything today. But I will go to my studio and I will spend one hour trying to sing something, trying to just, you know, jam, maybe come up with something. And then unexpectedly, I realize like, oh, oh," I really like this one oh, I know, I can, I can evolve this one. And, you know, it's like, it's work. You, you sure. search for your inspiration. You don't wait until it comes for you. Right. So I think for me, the, the main realization was that in order to, you know, find your inspiration, you, can, you actually have to go and search for it and try everything you can to achieve it. So this was something that I really had to learn. Like, you can't rely on your feelings.
0: You have to have a schedule and you have to do your best to, you know, keep being present. Right and today in today's world musicians also have to take on a lot of jobs. Right, it's not only you write your songs and that's it. I think many yeah. people have this image of you know they're just writing songs, sitting in the studio all day, drinking, taking whatever substances. But that's not uh, accurate actually. So we have to do all this promotion stuff and management and yeah, especially underground bands who don't have a label or management. So.
1: That's so correct. I think there are still many people who hope that you know they will release an album and then some kind of I don't know man from a huge company will reach out to them and like oh we're gonna make you huge, you're yeah. gonna be a such success. No guys, th- these people don't come. And if they come, they're <laughs> usually scam. Don't don't trust yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a couple of those people like oh we're a cu- we're a cool label, we're gonna promote you. Like how? Um, we're gonna we're gonna promote you on 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 Facebook. Yeah, how? we are going to add you to the, the to the playlist you like yeah we, what kind of playlist yeah and you're like uh-huh
0: mm-hmm. and you just pay oh. us like $500
1: yeah yeah and we're going to take all your revenue from your songs yeah
0: exactly Which, awesome <laughs> <laughs> interesting to hear <laughs> all mm-hmm. right so that's it already thank you so much for your time at this conversation uh, could okay. you tell our audience where they can follow your work and what they could do in order to support your vision
1: Uh, Well, we're band Morphide and you can find our Facebook page, you can find our Instagram page, you can find our YouTube channel, chat channel, sorry, (laughs) YouTube channel and Spotify, we're basically Morphide everywhere and, uh, I mean, we sell merch, so if you want to support us, you can buy our merch line, we're very, you know, classic musicians, (laughs) on YouTube we do covers, uh, try to entertain people as much as we can, on Instagram we try to chat with people, so, you know, it's like a... I kind of feel like we're more like a community, not just a band. So if you want to find us, feel free to check our social media.
0: All right. Support these guys. Thank you so much, Asa. Thank you. (laughs) It was a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope it brought new insights to you and may become food for your thoughts. If you like this episode and would like to follow me along my mission, I'd be so happy about every form of support. Rate this podcast and follow me on elenacortari.com or on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to connect with you there. Until next time, horns up.